With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello, welcome Hi. to Relax the Podcast. I'm Colleen Ballinger. Hello, Colleen Ballinger. And I'm here with my co-host and my husband and my love of my life, Eric oh, Stockland. That's so nice of you to say. Yeah, it is. I am I'm here, so though. so nice. So you weren't lying. Um, I wasn't lying about any of it. Oh. Uh, w- if you're watching this week, you will see that we are not in a podcast room. The we tiny are microphones room. are back. Tiny microphones are back. We're in a hotel room, laying in bed. Uh, one of us is wearing pants. One of us is not. One of us, sans pants. No pants. This you ever is say a no sans? Pants episode. Maybe if I'm feeling fancy. Mm-hmm. I always <laughs> think of Comic Sans when people say sans the something. Oh, the font. Yeah, the, the horrible font. <laughs> Do you ever write a paper in Comic Sans? No, you're not allowed to. Is it sans? I always <laughs> no, thought it was Comic Sans. sans. But, but no, sh- it's Shakespearean. Shakespeare. I know, yeah, sorry. No, I never. Long day. You're, you have to write it in Times New Roman, your papers. Of course you do. You can't write but your papers if they're in like, Comic if Sans. It needs, if, it, if the requirement wasn't a num- uh, word count, if it was a page count, Comic Sans. But it's like too goofy, Comic Sans. I know, but it takes it's up like more quirky. space. So you could like write. It's like the silly font. Right. But you could write a two-page paper and it would be like 10 pages. But then it doesn't look professional because it's like kind of quirky. Of course not. And they would call you out on it every time. I never did that. I only did Times New Roman. And there was one other one that you Helvectia. could Helvectia. Was that it? I feel like Helvectia is kind of like thicker. Like wider. Not like thin lines, but like Helvectia wider Helvectia is letters. girth, yes. But like thin, you know? <laughs> yeah. They use it for a lot of like signs. Helvectia. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, we Aries 2. Can you, what other oh, fonts that's can you name? Oh, I was thinking of. Ariel or Aries or Ari- Ariel is a font, yeah. Is it? I think I made that Can up. you name <laughs> any other fonts? Yeah. T- um, uh, uh, Courier? Is Courier Times new? New Roman. Okay. Times New Roman. Courier. Yeah, that one. Curie, courier. Uh-huh. Courier. Uh, Italic? Yeah. I, that's not a font. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Italic is just something you could do to it to make it slanty. It might be in there. Typewriter? Yeah. Typewriter's a font? Yeah, I guess so. That's true. Look at me naming fonts. What about... Um, You're I on computers all the time. You don't so know more weird. fonts? It's so, what's so, this is going to sound like the dumbest thing It's like a hundred fonts. Name another font. It's like I'm on there all the time picking fonts for like when I put text on screen and editing. And uh-huh. I can see the names of all the fonts and what the fonts look like in my mind. I can see the picture of it. But I can't read them out like can't picture them i can picture them but you i can't read them out of your brain yeah so you can picture what it says in your brain but you can't read it yeah. out of your brain yeah okay. like i i can see one that's like kind of pointy and like kind of like christmasy sparkly kind of but it's just like pointy and sharp and it starts with a z and it's like <laughs> like that's how i'm reading it's like <laughs> i feel like we've unlocked a new level of your brain <laughs> it's not a good one to unlock anyway um can you name any more fonts now i just curious. named like seven fonts we got Comic Sans. We got Ariel yeah. Bold. Uh-huh. Is, okay. that, is it Ariel or 
That's piggybacking on my. But what is that one called? Is it? It's not Ariel. I feel like it is. Huh. And then there's you said Courier. Courier Times New, New Roman. Times New Roman. <laughs> Helvetia. I said also. That's a good one. I can't believe you remembered that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't think of any other ones. Italic. I, italic isn't one. Okay. Anyway. Um, so today we are in Portland. That's why we're in a hotel room. Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Portland, Maine. Does that exist? Yes. I don't know the East Coast and West Coast girly. Um, and we uh, just had a show in Seattle, Washington last night. Uh-huh. And yeah, tomorrow we have a show in Portland. So that's why we're here in this bed in Portland. And uh, I have a relax. Do you have a relax today, Levy? Sure. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I do not. You go first. You guys? Whoa, she sat up. This week, the hotel that we are currently in needs to relax. Okay? Listen. I'm frustrated, y'all. I'm not a picky hotel goer. The only time I've ever complained about my hotel, at least that I can remember in the last year or two, if you watch my vlogs, you'd know. It was covered in bugs. Like I walked in there, flies everywhere flying around. There were dead crickets and like centipedes all over the room, blood on the ground, hair on all the towels. The sheets were not washed and pulled back like unkept. It was a very disgusting, disgusting hotel. Uh-huh. And uh, I think I was in Chicago when that happened. And that's the only hotel I was ever like, I can't stay here and had to leave. You're not too picky about hotels. I'm not too picky. You're okay. I like a nice hotel. Sure. But like, I also love a bargain. Yeah, I don't think you like nice hotels. What? You don't, I don't think you stay at them. No, I love them. I just don't like spending more right. money than you're I need frugal, to. You're frugal when it comes to hotels. Well. Sometimes. Well, I don't know. I, I like fun hotels. I like good hotels. But I also love, I love, well, it's not just that though, because think about it. The more expensive a hotel gets, the more they charge you for stuff. So if you stay at a fancier hotel, they charge you more for the internet. They charge you for food. Whereas like if you stay at like a cheaper hotel, you get free breakfast. You get free Wi-Fi. Yeah. I'm, what I'm getting to is that like a hotel for you is, is purely functional. Free like, parking. You're like, you're like, I'm not going to be there. The, I'm just going to sleep. Like why does it need to be? Yeah, right. The parking here is $55. blood and hair and bugs. Like, $55 that's a night here. There. This isn't even that fancy. It's not really a fancy was hotel. It really? $55 a night. And... At cheap hotels, they're like, it's free parking, y'all. There's so, just like a parking lot. Anyway, this hotel is not a bad hotel, and it's not the nicest hotel. It's just kind of like a good hotel. And this is a big chain, normally, this hotel. Not normally, it is. It's a, it's a big chain. I'm not going to call them out because I, I like staying at these, hotel, these hotels, right. this, this hotel that we're at right now. I like staying at these. I've never had an issue with them before, and I'll stay at these again. But today, I'm annoyed. Guys, okay, we, we get here to Portland, and we are trying to get to our hotel, but there's, like, so much traffic um, to turn left to our hotel. We're like, this is so weird. Like, blocks and blocks and blocks of cars. We're like, what's going on? Everyone's just, like, completely stopped. Like, no one is driving. What's going on? And so then we drive around this long line of cars that's just, like, this long line of stopped cars that's not moving, and we get up to our hotel. We pull up to the valet, and we're like, Hey, we're staying here. And he's like, you have to get in line. I'm not, how many cars do you think it was? A hundred. It wasn't that many, but it's probably like 30 cars, 20 to 30 cars. It was a traffic jam. Yeah. I mean, it was like 20 to 30 cars. We're in the middle of a downtown of a city, Portland, as, as we've established. So you, you can't like just go park anywhere. And the, 
so it's not like we ha- like we need to valet. It's like because there's no other option unless you find like a public lot, like right. like somewhere around. But the traffic jam was people trying to get in because it is around the holiday time. Not even. It's the beginning of December. But every company that's ever existed in Portland is having their Christmas party at this hotel currently. Right. And so I assumed, so we're, there's this long line of cars in the valley. It's like, you have to get in line. And we're like, the line that goes like three blocks, like way up the city, like... But none of these people are staying here. Well, that's what I said. I was like, well, but we're staying here. We're guests at this hotel. He said, they're guests at the hotel too. And I was like, all of these people are checking into the hotel right now at 6 p.m.? And he was like, yes. And I was like, all these people are checking into the hotel to stay here at the same exact time that there is a line of traffic in the streets of cars, of like 30 cars. And he said, yes. And I was like, that's a lie. But okay, if he says so. I guess this is just the time everyone decided to check in at the exact same time. I've never seen that before. And I travel a lot. I've never seen that before. So I was like, huh, that's weird. So I get out of the car to check in. And there's a line to check in that was so long. And I was like, I guess he was right. I guess all these people are checking in at the exact same time. It was really weird. We have patience. Yeah, we didn't care. It was totally fine. It was totally fine. We'll, so get, like, we'll get there. We'll get there. So we're standing in line waiting. No biggie. And then I was like, you know, I kind of got to pee. Eric's standing in line. We're going to be here for a while. I'm going to go pee. So then I go to go pee and I go up to this old man and I'm like, hey, where's the restroom? And he's like, I have to take you to it. This man must have been over 80 years old. He was very old and he had to walk me there. He like escort me to the bathroom. And he, it was like the movie The Labyrinth. And he's like, I have to lead you through the labyrinth yes. to get you to the bathroom. And so he, he walked me there, this sweet old man. Friends. No. But on the way, we passed the elevators just to get up to your room. And there was a line for that of like 40 people to get onto the elevators. I was like, what is going on? This is crazy. So I get back in the line to check in and we are in line maybe like 40 minutes or something crazy. We get up to the guy and I was like, what's going on here? And he was like, oh, we've got five Christmas parties here tonight. I so first of all, I was freaking right but also you to the lo- valet guy and he lied. You love Christmas so much. I do. And there's all these corporate companies that are choosing to celebrate their holiday season the first week of December here at this specific hotel with mm-hmm. multiple ballrooms or I guess. gathering centers. Mm-hmm. And you're like, bah humbug. You're Scrooge. I'm not Scrooge. I'm happy people are celebrating Christmas. That doesn't bother me. That I haven't even finished my story. Okay. So I was, no, what I don't like, it has nothing to do with Christmas. It has to do with the fact that I, I was. I think it does. Because no, I don't doesn't. think it's normally like this, like every day. No, I no, I know that the busyness is because of Christmas. I uh-huh. know that's why it was busy. Okay. I know that. I'm saying my frustration is not with Christmas. Okay. My frustration is with the fact that the valet guy lied to lied. me multiple times. It was like, they're all checking in to stay here at this hotel. And that is not true. They were all going to their holiday office parties. They weren't staying in this hotel. And why would they all check in at the exact same time as 6 p.m.? So anyway, that kind of was annoying. And it was just weird. I've, I've checked into so many hotels over the last decade, traveling a lot for work. I've never seen a line of, for the valet that long. I've never seen a line to check in that long. And I've never seen a line for elevators that long. It was just crazy. I've never seen anything like it. So I was like, oh, this is wild. But still did not really care. I was like, wow, oh, whatever. Yeah. So I check in and I'm like, okay, I need this many rooms. And the guy checking me in is like, well, only two of your rooms are ready. And we had four rooms. And I was like, well, I... But it's six, and check in was at three. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, but two of them, I, they're probably clean." But we have to check, and I was like, "Okay, that's fine. You can check. You know, obviously, I want it 
clean rooms. That's fine. I didn't even care. It wasn't matter anything. I was like, okay, but, um, you know, we had this event we were going tonight, this, like, festival thing we were going to tonight. So I was like, okay, cool. How long is it going to take? He's like, just a few minutes. I said, okay. So I wait a few minutes. He checks me into my other two rooms. And, um, and then he goes, all right, so it'll just be a few minutes. And I was like, oh, aren't they just, aren't they just checking the rooms to see if they're clean? Like, is it, did they, are they going to call or what? He's like, yeah, someone will call. And I was like, okay. So um, what should I do? And he's like, well, you can just get back in line. And by the time you get up here, they'll probably be ready. And I was like, I don't want to wait in the line again. Like, I, I'm supposed to have a room at 3 o'clock. It's now 6 o'clock. But now you're checking me into just two of the rooms for people who work with me, but not our rooms. And, like, I was just like, wait, what? No, I don't want to get back in line to do what I just did because you don't have the rooms ready that we're supposed to already be. Like, I'm already paying for the rooms, you know, because you pay, you pay for when you pay for it, you think you can get into the room when you can get into the room. I don't think this is crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, I experienced this, but you even I've you've lost me. But like, it's, what I'm just it's it's what you're describing is a perfect storm for this hotel. It's like it's probably the busiest day for them of the year. It's Saturday night. Mm-hmm. There is multiple. There's five holiday parties happening here. And so there's a line at the to even get in. Right. To park. Right. Because you have no other choice of anywhere else to park. Right. And then there's a line at the front desk all the way out the door. Right. And then even to get in the elevator to go up a room, you're waiting in line. And then so you're waiting in line to get an elevator that's going to be extremely packed. Like it's, it's all, right. it's just a perfect storm of mess. Right. Yeah. So where did I lose you? You said I lost you telling the story. Where did you get lost? Where were you going? Where? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Where were you going? Where were you going? Well, with I was it? explaining that, like, then the rooms weren't ready. Yeah, and then the rooms weren't ready. But which I thought was weird because shouldn't the rooms be ready by the time you're supposed after to? Because after all that, I understand when you check into a hotel. I've been to hotels before and I try to check in, and it's I, it's not check-in time. They're like they're not ready yet, and it's like uh-huh. oh, they're not ready yet because it's not check-in time. That's reasonable. Uh-huh. But if it's two hours, three hours after check-in time, and uh-huh. the rooms aren't ready, this still wasn't mad. I was just like, oh, it's kind of weird, but okay, they're busy, whatever. But then I was like. Um, okay, so I don't want, I didn't want to get back in the same line I was already in to check into the rooms I had just checked into because they weren't ready. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yes. I thought that was a weird request from him. So I was like, well, can't I just wait right here, like at the desk with you until the rooms are ready? If it's just going to be a couple minutes, they'll call you back. And he said, no, you can wait somewhere in the lobby. Huge lobby, by the way. This is a very big hotel. Because you can wait somewhere in the lobby and I'll come find you. And I was like, wait. But you won't because there's a long line of people. Wait, like, he's not going to leave he, his post checking people in to come find me. Like, there's no way. So I was just like, oh, well, no, I'll just wait right here. Like, I'll just wait off to the side. Like, I pointed to a section of the hotel lobby like, that was, like, off to the side where he could see me. I was like, I'll just wait right over there until it's ready if it's just going to be a couple of minutes. And he rolled his eyes in my face that I, I wanted to that. that I wanted to wait nearby yeah. so he could see me. And... um yeah, he was very annoyed with me that I wanted to wait for the rooms to be ready. And then finally, after waiting another 20 minutes, we went back up. We're like, are the rooms ready? He said it would just be a few minutes. And he said, they're not, but I'll give you other rooms. And so then we get other rooms that were ready, but I guess our rooms were not ready. Or I don't know what was going on, but well, we got at, something. Yeah, at first they gave us a room with double beds so we could sleep separately. Yes. So that was a, the and then wrong. Then they gave us this room, which had no towels. So this or room has no towels. Remote. No towels. It was all just kind of mess, but they're busy, whatever. But anyway, yeah. I still think this okay. hotel needs to relax. It's not a big deal, but it was just like yeah. a hectic, it was a hectic hotel experience today. Yeah, I'm sure people have had hectic hotel experiences. Yeah, so it just needs yeah. to relax. 
It does. I'm not mad. It's not a big deal. I'm just saying. That's who needs to relax. Yeah. It was a frustrating it's little our, it's experience. It's a service industry. I'm sure it's really hard. It's a busy time of year. Yeah, definitely. Um, but but what a mess today. They seem very frazzled. Mm-hmm. And they're not hiding their emotions well. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we've been, you've been very patient with them. Mm-hmm. Well, and then and Eric went down to say, Eric went down to say that we didn't have towels or a remote. Hey, there's like literally zero towels. Zero. In not like room. not like there's dirty towels. Like there's literally not. And I'm not so non-confrontational. Towels. I was like, which T-shirt can I dry myself off with? Right. So Eric went down to the front desk to ask for towels. And the guy walked away. He walked away. He's like, we don't have towels in our room. The and the same guy, guy. Same guy who talked to me. He Eric looks at him and says, we don't have any towels in our room. And he looked at his phone and walked away. And then another guy was like, uh. And Eric's like, oh, is there like someone I can speak to? Like someone who's in charge of like guest services or something like i'm just trying to find some towels and the guy's like well i'm in charge of guest services and he put throws his arms in the air and he's like i don't know shrugs and <laughs> yeah, walks away away and Eric's like what's going on like it's been like the weirdest the weirdest hotel experience i think christmas parties for companies are are just wild and intense yeah and when you're an establishment hosting five of them at the same time like the wheels are off yeah like this is the wild west right now like yeah, me and so. you, we could do whatever we're casualties. we want. Well, no, we could. I'm just saying, us. like, no, I hope not. <laughs> but like, in the wild, wild west, I'd be the first to die. I feel like I would. I'd be okay for a while. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. But I think I'd already be dead. Like the age I am now, I'd already be dead from like cholera or like uh, something. I would die. Oregon Trail. You name it. I would certainly die from pregnancy or childbirth if I made it. Oh that far. yeah, no, you yeah, you'd be you'd be way dead. way dead. <laughs> um, and I'd be like widower, like on it, like just on a horseback. Yeah. Just. Uh, anyway, I don't know why we're talking about that. Um, why? Because this hotel is the Wild West right now. Oh we can god, do it. god, 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 You want to break something? Do wanna, no, no one's gonna notice or care. No, I'm not gonna do just, that. Yeah, I'm not saying you're destructive. I'm just saying like if you wanted to. You know you what we should talk about. I know what we should talk about. Not breaking things in this hotel. Manscaped. Let's talk about our first sponsor, Lovey. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about our first sponsor. Alrighty, Lovey. Who Hi, do Lovey. you think needs to relax this week? Because you didn't agree with my relax. No, I agreed. I, I, I just think it must have been a really hard night for them. And, uh, but it's been a terrible experience. Yeah, I've I never think, wanted to like write a, well. re- a review of a place, especially with a specific name of a person who works at the front desk here. But like it's like it's been that bad. Yeah, it's been like, pretty rough. We were not going like to do that though. We're not going to write. Of about course, it. I, no, I would never do that. I'm not like I've I've never written a Yelp review. I've never written. You know what I mean? I've never like it's it's just you know I try and be sympathetic to people in their situations. But like it's been so bad that like I I almost want to complain. You know I want to yeah. complain well, about we're not a person. Too. We're not I, wanna, I don't know what he's going through. You know you don't know what people are going through. You right. know. Um, so who needs to relax for you, lovey bug? I've been wanting to tell you this story. We oh were in gosh, Seattle last night. You did a, a, a wonderful full show oh, in so Seattle last night. Oh, so you haven't been to tell me too long. Just since last night? Yeah, ju- uh, well, yeah, for two days, I guess. I've okay. been wanting to tell you the story since well, we flew to Seattle. Day. And I was like thinking about, I, I don't have a lot of experience in Seattle. Like the last time I was here before this, I think was when you were doing a show right before Flynn was born. You did a show here in Seattle. Uh, well, I guess we're in Portland now, but last night we were in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, right before he was born. But before that, and before you, I had a girlfriend mm-hmm. who was from Seattle. Oh. I've never told, I don't think I've told you this. I don't know about this girlfriend. You do. 
I do? I think so, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you blocked it out. I don't out. think I know about this girlfriend, but anyway. And I came up to Seattle mm-hmm. to with her to visit her Is family. Is it triggering memories for you? One specific memory. Wait a minute. You visited her family? That's serious stuff. Yeah, was, I mean, it wasn't like, no, it wasn't like that serious. But I well, think. Well, if you're I think visiting her family, that means you guys were at the love stage. Were you saying I, I love you? I think so, yeah. But like, I, I just had never been to Seattle Who and she was going first? home. Who said it first then? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't, I don't remember details. Of course you do. I'm trying to tell you a story okay, here. Okay, sorry. I'm, not, I'm, I'm invested in this girlfriend that I've never heard of. You've heard of her, yeah. I don't think so. But that's yes, you have. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. But anyway, so you met her family. Yeah, so I came up with her to meet her family. Okay. Was it for Christmas? Thanksgiving? No, it was around, it was wintertime, I know, because there was like snow, mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't for Christmas. It was just for like a weekend. And I came up with her to Seattle to meet her family. That's cute. Uh-huh. And she had a, a younger sister that was much younger. I think it was a half sister. Uh, no details here. but <laughs> That was pretty detailed. Okay. <laughs> like a little kid. Okay. Like a... Like a Tell more details, like please. <laughs> under f- under five. Okay, right? cute. And they lived outside of Seattle. And then they're like, we, we got to take Eric into Seattle proper so he can see all the, yeah. you know, the Pike Place and the... First Starbucks and all the I things. I feel like you told me you've never been there. That's not true. I told. I literally told you yesterday. Yeah, I've been here, but I, d- I didn't tell you like the details. Okay, I'm telling okay, you okay, now. Okay, okay, okay. And I remember uh, my stomach was kind of upset uh, because Nervous. of like the f- the nervous. I don't know. It was like a weird situation, well, and then the stressful. flight. Well, then you get to like uh, this person's house with their family and like it's not your home we try not to talk about this on the podcast anymore going to the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) but like it wasn't a it wasn't a home field scenario yeah and it was like um the bathroom in this house it was like you know it was it was you didn't it wasn't there wasn't real privacy what do you mean they didn't have a door on it they had a door but like it was like off the pocket door off the living room much like this hotel room you know like it was off the living room the bathroom yeah so like like i couldn't really fulfill that part of my life or unfulfill it or unfulfill it yeah (laughs) oh god (laughs) (laughs) this this is when i I feel so bad about this story and and this is the reason i remember it um so then did you go? Did so this was like, so we, we get there, we, you know, we have dinner, we spend the night. And then the next morning, it's like um, her younger sister, her parents, they're, they're going to take me into Seattle proper to like see the sites because I had never been before. And you still haven't pooped? Is that the thing? I still haven't pooped. Okay. And How we, do you hold uh, it? I can't hold Okay, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. So we get in like the family SUV or whatever, the five of us. Mm-hmm. And I silently (laughs) (laughs) and i think totally anonymously shit your pants (laughs) pretty much (laughs) toot yeah and it is the worst (laughs) smelling (laughs) wait you think it was anonymous because i'll tell you right now they all knew that was well i'm getting to that it was (laughs) it was like you know when you when it's when you do that (laughs) <laughs> and it, there's no sound, but the the other, but like the smell of it. What yeah, else can well, I, I say? I know what is. Yeah, I know it's so bad. But you're like, we didn't make any sound. Why does it smell so bad? So that's what happens, and we're in a car on the way to downtown Seattle, and it's so bad <laughs> that everyone in the car is like. <laughs> like gagging like wanting to throw up <laughs> Wait, did no one claim it did they say anything 
Yes, and getting to it this is one of my most shameful moments. How have you never told I'm me this? So ashamed. I'm so mad. You've never told me this. Shameful moments in my entire life. Like, <laughs> like I will not get into heaven because of this, because you the, the father, you the, the father and mother oh, assume no. that like, like I said, she has this much younger younger sister. I think she was like four or five. They they blame it on her because this is her mo. She's a little yeah. kid. You know what I mean? It's like us blaming our kid. Like. Like, oh, you must have um, done that. I've never blamed it on my little kid. And, on my and, kids. and so they so they blamed it on her. Could be, and then they joke around and said, Eric, was that you? And I, <laughs> pulling from my Shakespeare background, like the best acting I've ever done in my life, was like, that was not me. I, absolutely. Like, I didn't do it. And I totally. You blamed the little I girl? I blamed it on the little girl. Oh, my gosh. And she was just like, no, that wasn't me. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I met her a day ago. I was like, okay, that wasn't you. I'm sitting next to her. Oh, no. Uh, she's like in between us in the back seat. And I totally was like with the parents, like, oh, yeah, it must have been her because it definitely wasn't me. And it totally was oh, lovely. And it was the w- and then not like it's did you ever there. tell your girlfriend i don't think so i don't think so i don't know wait did you so then I, i've lived in shame till this day but now i have a question yeah so once once it happened and now you have a scapegoat like you have an excuse like did you just keep letting them rip because you're like i can just keep blaming this little girl like i mean not even on purpose but it was like it was I, there was no stopping it there was no that? there was no like security at the door oh, you know what no. i mean like it was and uh it's one of the most shameful moments of my life that i let it be blamed on her and now having kids and like knowing their honesty like the parents they knew it was they you. were just letting me go on because once they asked her and she was like, no, it wasn't me. Like they must have believed her because the like, kids yeah. are so honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can totally tell when they're joking or lying or whatever, yeah. like, and they would never be ashamed of anything mm-hmm. like that. But I was. Did you? And, I, and they were like, oh, OK, you know, talking to her when she's like, no, I didn't do it. And they were like kind of messing with her. I think they were just doing it to like make me feel comfortable and like feeling bad for me. Right. But they must have been like, what a jerk this guy is. Like, I feel like such a jerk in did you, hindsight. Did you get to let it all that out? That I was like, yeah, it was your daughter. Yeah, sorry. Did you get to let it all out when you got to the restaurant? Well, then we got to, like, Pike Place Market. And you, you know what I like, mean? And then it was just like a fart parade. Yeah. Did you go to the bathroom? No, I think I didn't get to go to the bathroom for, like, that whole three-day trip. What are you talking? How do you do that? How do I do that? That's crazy to me. I don't know. I think I need to see, like, a gastrologist so how how many times did you go up to visit her parents just that one time did she visit your parents no she never met them no hmm. who broke up with who i don't know Me. this person you broke up with you i broke up with her yeah how'd you do it i i, I like to think gently and respect res, respectfully I, in well, person. obviously you're yeah. a sweetheart but i just mean like oh. I don't know who this. Uh, this is the first I'm hearing of this person. No, I, know yeah, I mean the you details. do. You just don't know like, the details of that. I've never talked about that with you. If you said the her time name, I, I, I farted like... and blamed it on a little girl, and everybody like went along with it, but also knowing that like I'm a total jerk who would blame oh, his fart. Because yeah. now I'm like, I would totally be like, yeah, that was me. Like I can't imagine ever blaming. You, I don't a, think a, you a fart would. On somebody else, especially a kid. No, I wouldn't. Well, like with me, you would admit. With you, it. I'm so comfortable with your with your. I don't know, like, but in that circumstance, I was like. <laughs> It was her, you know what I mean? And like everybody like went along with it, but knowing that like I'm a, to- I'm just this total. Love, this sounds like it, is, it traumatized you a little bit. Well, I, th- I don't think for the rest of my life I'll ever blame one of my toots on another person. 
Like, I will always own it now. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like, it was me. Lovey, you asked me to <gasps> write something down to talk about today. I did. And I wrote it down, and now I'm like, why? I'm glad I did, because I forget what it was already. But now, but now I'm like, why did you want me to write that down? Because okay. I'm like, what are we going to even say about it? You m- told me to write down when gum gets stuck in your stomach for seven years. Because oh, I said I that on stage. Oh, because I was driving, and I couldn't write it down. Yeah. But why did you? So, uh, on stage in Seattle... A guy came on, I brought a, a guest on stage and was kind an of... An audience member. An obi- audience member. And I was kind of poking fun at him because it looked like he was chewing gum. And he wasn't chewing gum, apparently. He was You made fun of him for chewing gum and he was like, kid. it's not, I'm not chewing gum, It was. it's a Sour Patch <laughs> Which kid. was so weird to me because he was chewing it for like so long. It definitely looked like he was chewing gum. For minutes and aggressively. Yeah, really aggressive, open mouth, smacking gum. It was very obviously gum. And then he was like, no, it was a Sour Patch Kid. And then he wasn't chewing anymore. I was like, so then later I, I kept kind of making fun of him for that. And then I was like, you're a liar. It wasn't a Sour Patch Kid. Like you obviously just swallowed that gum. And you got embarrassed because now, you know, we all know that it's going to be stuck in your stomach for seven years or something. I don't remember what I said. It was yeah. like, I was just going around as Miranda was stupid. But I made some comment about how now that gum's going to be in your stomach for seven years because that's right. something dumb that we're all told as kids. That I believe. Well, that's why I said write it down because you said like I can't believe we all believed that lie when we were kids, and I still believe it. <laughs> is it not true? I d- I'm pretty confident that is not true. If you swallow gum, it's why? Well, why would it be in your intestines for seven years? And why would I believe that? And why do I believe that? Because I still actively. I'm looking believe it up. That. I'm looking it up for you because I'm pretty sure uh-huh. that you're you're not really supposed to swallow gum. But I know that we, for some reason, we're all told the number seven. Yeah. We were all told seven years. Am I wrong? We were all told seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Like it's stuck in your stomach for seven years. Right. Well, while you look it up, I'll say that also we were, when we left Seattle this morning, we visited a gum wall alley Mm -hmm. in Seattle where people would chew their gum and then put it on the wall of this alley so much so that, that the entire alley is covered in their used gum, Mm -hmm. which is inarguably disgusting it was so gross yeah yeah um did you find the answer yet because that's all yeah. i have to say about that yeah. okay so what happens if you swallow gum okay the bottom line if you swallow gum it stays in your stomach for seven years for real no oh, <laughs> <laughs> why did you believe that because why? i was told it as a child no if you if if you swallow gum, rest assured, it will not take seven years to digest. Your body can safely pass gum within a few days. Oof. If you swallow gum, it's true that your body can't digest it, but the gum doesn't stay in your stomach. It moves relatively intact through your digestive system and is excre- excreted. <laughs> excreted. Excreted in your stool. Yeah. Well, wait, what? Okay, yeah. Yes, you you poop it out like you would anything else. Yes. I think it's similar to corn, which just comes out in its same form. Why did we all believe and still me? I don't know, but when the Until yesterday. But what's great about this is I searched. Did it would like stick in there? All all I searched was if I swallow gum. That was all I searched. And this came up the first thing. Uh. But it says people who search for this also searched for swallowing gum can kill you is the first option. Yeah, maybe. So now I'm clicking on that. So here we go. Listen to this. Swallowing one piece of gum every now and then isn't likely to do any harm. But 
you shouldn't make a habit of swallowing your gum on a regular basis as it has the potential to do some major damage. We're, we're not doctors, so don't no, take no, this no, no, as no, like no. This is from health.clevelandclinic.org. I'm not saying they don't know this stuff either, but don't no, take just, any advice we don't know what we're talking medically about. for sure. So gum used to come from tree resin. These days, though, chewing gum is made of a substance called gum base, which is largely synthetic, not made from any real food ingredients. You were shocked by that? I don't know why. Gum base is non-nutritive. Sorry if I'm stupid and don't. There's no nutrition. Well, I know what it means, but I'm saying like nutritive. I've never seen that word before. Anyway, um, which means it doesn't provide any nutritional value and is non-digestible, which means your body can't break it down like it does other foods. So, yeah, you'll be fine. Um, Does gum stay in your stomach for seven years? No. Um, No worries. Gum does not stay in your stomach for seven years or even seven days. It comes out about 40 hours later in your stool. If you're lucky. It comes out whole. 40 hours later. So, yeah. Sounds like you're pretty regular. Yeah, there you go. Um, <clears throat> so it doesn't stay in your tummy. What other Thank lies goodness. are you told as a child that you that you believe still? So many. I, I guess feel. you would know because you, you would know they were lies. I would just think they're truth. Yeah. Like there were some like hard cold question. I'd have to think about that. There's some questions that are like or some things they said like, oh, if you swallow a black watermelon seed, it'll grow into a watermelon tree in your tummy. And like I always knew yeah. that one wasn't true because that's insane. But the gum in your tummy, I really thought was true. Oh, you know what I believed in? It terrified me, and I still am scared of this. What's that? If you pee in the pool, the whole pool will turn, like, blue or red or something because they put a chemical in the pool that, like, knows if you peed in the whole pool. Can they do that? Is that true? I don't know, but I know that I believe it about every pool and every jacuzzi, and that's why I will not pee because I'm like, it's going to turn the whole pool, like, bright red or bright blue or whatever yeah. neon color they've chosen. But I don't think that's true. I think that might be another lie they've told us. I, I remember I, I filmed a scene for this Netflix show, Lucifer, where I'm in a hot tub. And we, had to, we sat there for hours in this hot tub. And I was like, well, I could just pee. Cause we're With <laughs> all those actors we're, in there with you? Like re, you know how they like have to reset cameras and, and yeah. lights it? But, you're like, but I was like literally, for the most part, completely Pretty much naked, naked yeah. in this hot tub. And we're all just sitting there. And no one else was getting up to go to the bathroom. So I was like, I could just. Like, what do I do? But, like, I didn't because I'm like, what if they put the chemical in it? See, it you got that. Blue. See, I don't think that's true. Should we look it up? I, I don't know. know. Do, my, do my great research here and look it up. Um, can If I pee in, in pool, a pool. In a pool. Is uh, there? How is this not the most commonly searched thing in the world? What? Sorry, guys. We're trying to get you the facts here, and we want to make sure they're correct. So we're letting. There's no. I can't believe there's not a million Google people it. searching this. Is this not a universal thing that like the pool will change a color? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. Wait, I did just see it. Um, okay, when you pee in a pool, does it turn blue? Is what I just found. Mm-hmm. Um, such a dye does not exist. Rumors of the um, origin of urine indicator dye go back at least as far as 1958. And the story is commonly told to children by parents who do not wish them to urinate in the pool. I fully believe yeah, this until now. Is, I still believe this. What, when you think about it, like, what, like there's so many chemicals that go into pool and hot tub water to like make sure that the pH levels and whatever. Like, wh- who's gonna then put a chemical in? The, we want to make sure no one's peeing in this. Right. Everyone's peeing in it. You know. I guess so. Aren't but they all? I definitely believe. It. Are there other things like that from like childhood well, that you're like, oh yeah, I totally believe that. I don't know that, but I'm one thing that was triggered. I remember when the Blair Witch Project. 
the movie came out, the yeah, original. That's a ba- very scary I remember movie. going to see it in theaters. Oh, sorry. If you're watching the episode, you'll notice our camera suddenly has switched because our camera battery died and now we're on a phone. But if you're listening, you won't notice anything except for the fact that I just pointed that out. Anyway, Hello, listener. Um, Eric was talking about the Blair Witch Project. When I saw it, it originally in theaters, I was aware that it was a fake, mo- you know what I mean? That it was a fake, a, a mockumentary, if you will. Like a, it was a true. fake documentary. I saw it in a movie theater in Milford, Connecticut, like a, like a movie theater. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I still, I don't know if I wanted to, or I believed it was real. I believed wow. the whole thing was real. And I went back and saw it another two times and still believed it was real. Like the Blair Witch Project. It's a real documentary. This really happened to these people. And I kind of still do. Hmm. That's pretty crazy. They did a good job with that movie, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. The sequel's not at all. The original vloggers. Was that movie? No, I'm just saying like that. There wasn't a movie like that before. And that wasn't a big thing then. Like no one was like filming themselves that often. Like No, it was like groundbreaking. I'm saying like that was like, yeah, that was a very new, interesting thing. It created a whole genre of film, I think. Like found footage movies whatever mm-hmm. yeah i guess so careful you're not I'm wearing pants i know my sh- the sheet of the b- i know i'm not wearing pa- i'm wearing shorts well, i'm wearing shorts shorts is a relative term but i can't think are there other things from childhood that like we're all told that we just like believed and i'm not Probably. talking like santa claus i'm not talking like you know easter bunny stuff i'm talking like there's there must be so many things like how that. long did you believe in santa claus for i don't remember ever Believing. Spoiler alert, by the way, you got to warn people if there's a kid listening to this. Well, I mean, I'm not saying he's not real. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, Santa's totally real, right. first of all. Um, but I never, as a kid, I remember never really, I'm sure I did believe in Santa, but I don't remember a time believing in Santa. I only remember not believing in Santa. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, there wasn't a time I like discovered something, you know, like it wasn't like that. It was just like, oh, I, I don't. Did. You did? Yeah. Oh, was it devastating for you? Not really. I don't think I don't think it was I think it was just more just excitement about that I found a bunch of presents mm-hmm. in my parents' closet mm-hmm. that were for me for Christmas mm-hmm. that's that had already been labeled from Santa. Oh. And so I was like, Oh, Santa's not real. Also, can't wait to open these presents. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so I was more excited about like seeing presents that I would get to open eventually than I was right. that finding out that, that uh yeah, I think to me in my head it always seemed Suspension like... Suspension and disbelief, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think to me in my head it always seemed like a story. Right. Like it never seemed realistic to me. Right, so when but I But I'm not that, saying Santa's not like real. I think Santa's totally real, guys. I'm not saying Santa's not real. I'm just saying that like it was hard for me to believe as a kid that there was a man who flew around the world. It seemed like a fairy tale. It didn't seem like a real story to me. I, but I'm sure there was a time where I believed in it. Just from my memories, I don't remember believing in it. It's weird, though, like, now being parents, that, like, since we went through that, we're like, do we just keep that going? We, we've never had this discussion, mm-hmm. but, we've, but we've had a couple Christmases with having mm-hmm. kids. Like, and, we, and there are presents from Santa, mm-hmm. and we say, oh, Santa got you that. Right. And uh, what's making us keep that going? Because I don't the know. I think because everyone – well, it's hard because when you have kids, it's like you don't want them to, like – spoil something magical for other kids you know but i heard someone explain it well i i thought i mean oh, do you I tell i heard someone say that they tell their kids like oh there's a story and a lot uh, about this and they tell the story of santa and they go and a lot of people um believe in santa what do you think of that like and kind of tell the story and be like what do you think 
you know and instead of being like this is real and this is happening and like this is a real story they just kind of tell the story as a story uh-huh. and they'd be like what do you think do you think that's real or not real or something like that i don't know the way they posed it wasn't like saying it as a fact they were saying it as like a story isn't that cool and a lot of people say santa comes to their house and gives them presents do you think santa comes to our house and gives us presents like pose it as a question and, and then if they ask you if you believe like you're just honest <laughs> well i like storytelling i, like, I do too i like stories and i think there's it's a interesting story but then i was reading the what it was the night before christmas i was mm-hmm. reading it and it's as i was saying to you la, uh, one of the podcasts previous where i was like the reindeer names i was like i didn't realize the other names also like that book is like when you read it just very flat it's really strange how it's like there's this man and he's coming mm-hmm. down your chimney and he's got a jolly he's got a j- jolly belly and a beard and he's like he wants cookies and i don't know like, I, it is really y- weird you know what you'd have to like get the actual literature because i'm not going to like say it correctly but it's it's a little bit well, not gonna say it's creepy it's strange it is really strange and i will say that our son flynn you know we've just always kind of we've never made a big deal about santa like it's like no the we presents haven't. are from us and like we might have a present from santa or something but like we don't really talk about it that much like santa's in the books that we read sometimes and maybe in some shows that you watch but we don't like make that big of a deal of santa no um but I will say that last year I was telling him the story of Santa because it was the first year he could really comprehend what I was talking about because he was three and um, he just turned three and, and could really kind of understand it. And I was explaining it to him and how cool it was. This He lived at the North Pole and he'd read we'd read him books about Santa. He'd seen videos of Santa. And um, he said, no, mommy, I don't want Santa to come here. He was like, I don't want that man to come here. Tell him not to come here. I just want well, presents from you. And I was like, oh, that's fair. That makes sense. And he said the same thing to me this year. I was like. As he, I mean, which makes sense because as he it's should, because weird, like a, a man coming into your house and leaving I presents that in your to him. It's freaking weird, dude. Well, I read that book to him, and it was like, okay, your parents are going to go to sleep, and you're going to be excited for Christmas morning, so you're going to be like kind of awake, and then a home intruder is going to come down through your chimney and out your fireplace and be expecting things from you. You know, it was, and he's going to be like, sit on my lap, tell you, what, tell me what you want for. I Christmas? wish I had the book in front of me because it was like, yeah, it's, it was like. <laughs> it was really strange. The history of Santa Claus and the beginning origin stories of Santa Claus, I know, came from a really sweet, kind, good, hearted place. And I think, uh, you know, my uh, growing up, I always thought it to be innocent and sweet and exciting. And, and as a parent, I want my kids to be able to enjoy the story of Santa Claus and the story of all that. But it is very strange. But I, I do want my kids to be comfortable. And like we went to a like a little mall area the other day and Santa Claus was there. And oh we were, my gosh. And we were like, Flynn, look. And he was, he kind of smiled. He's like, oh, it's Santa. And I was like, do you want to go meet him and say hi and tell him what you want for Christmas? And he was like, no. Nope. Not a chance. And we we're like, okay. You know, like, no big yeah. Like, we didn't care. Like, we let him, you know, we're not going to push I that. wanted the classic picture with Santa. Yeah. But it was like, you know, but it was not happening. No. I wonder if on your phone, since mine is a recording the podcast mm-hmm. right now, if you can look up if like the the words to that the night before the christmas oh. uh would just be okay Googleable. that's a very long book <laughs> well you just read specific it? not the, <laughs> i don't want to read the whole <laughs> really thing to our book. audience unless unless that's what you guys want and then leave a comment and i'll, I'll read that next week right. uh, but first we should say hello to hello fresh our well, next that's sponsor. easy Okay, so I'm still stuck on Twas the Night Before Christmas. Oh, I'll ke- but I'll keep it short. I'm not going to read the whole thing. 
to our listeners. But I, I will say when I read this to our son the other night to go to sleep, I was like, what's going on here? Because here's this story. You're going to hear stuff on your roof. You're going to hear like footsteps on your roof. Like, and to me as a kid, that'd be scary to me. Yeah. Like you're hearing like strange sounds, like footsteps on your roof. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then this man's going to come down your chimney. And then when it gets to, to describing him, like we all know Santa. We all love Santa. We get it. He's this jolly old man. But the way they describe him in this book is he's, he, well, he's a bearded older man. He's a bearded stranger that was walking around on your roof and then essentially invaded your home. Right. And he's smoking. <laughs> I, just, I was like, wait, this guy, it's, it goes on a lot about like the stump of his pipe is held in his teeth and the smoke encircled his head like a wreath. And I'm like, so this old, like, uh, it's 2022. <laughs> this old man is stomping around on your roof, broken in your house, and it's just like straight up smoking in your living room on Christmas Eve. And he's like, give me cookies and milk, little kid, like your parents are asleep. And I just think it's too, uh, it's he's too sm- much. He's smoking. Yeah. It's kind of weird. And he's, I don't know. Yeah. And he looks a little rough. He's got this like ragged beard. Yeah. And he's, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a lot. It's just a lot. So I'm reading this to, to my kid and having not read it for a long time, thinking it's this like sweet Christmas story. And I'm just telling him like, hey, just so you know, I'm going to be asleep. You're going to be awake. A man's going to break into our house smoking. We Make should sure tell him, to give him. We should tell him Santa only comes if he wants him to. Because like, I'm, I don't want him to think. Now I'm scared that he's thinking like every night this guy's going to just come to the house. We should explain a little bit more. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He's going to be winking at you a lot. Because he also, in this story, he doesn't speak. Mm-hmm. It's like he won't speak back to the kid. He's just like this silent home invader. Yeah, it's a little weird. That's just smoking in your living room in the like wee hours of the night as your parents are sleeping. It's pretty weird, guys. It's a little bit um, wild. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> My other relax this week. Oh, you had more. My last one. Oh, yeah, what is we're it? almost done here. Uh-huh. Is oh, we were supposed to make you a Tinder profile. We forgot again. <laughs> Next week, guys. We'll do, we'll do it someday. That's Dang funny. It. You remember that. I always remember after it's too late. I love a light. I love a good Christmas light. Okay. Where are you going with this? Christmas lights, like, we go to look at them. That makes you happy? The things that have lights on them? Like, what are they? They're just like, there's a lot of light bulbs. They're colorful. They're on like a cord. But en masse, that's uh, something we should all line up for, pay tickets for, because the way that you are looking at me right now is like, you're like, you this are is the first insane. time I thought you were actually going to murder Mr. me. Mr. Ebenezer Scrooge over here. Do you know the way you just described it was so <laughs> obnoxious? It's like, like describe anything that everyone loves. <laughs> <laughs> but like just describe random specific details about it like uh-huh. most people enjoy like a good taco right right it'd be like if i was like a taco so what like a oh a tortilla <laughs> and you tortilla. put meat and then like cheese lettuce tomato i don't know what, this we're is, all supposed to this eat is something like you it? like <laughs> this is something you enjoy well they're just like what I a mean, weird you're like there's lights on a string and you like, look at them and you like looking, it. Well, I'm stepping back and I'm looking at it objectively, like. And you don't enjoy it. It's you're just not, a, like, it, you well, I'm saying tree. it's just a tree, right? They're, no, they're the trees, lights are not a tree. There are trees all over the place, and now we're gonna put a tree inside, but we're gonna put these lights. We gotta 
Walgreens or Home Depot on this tree, and then we're like, oh great, this tree's inside, and this is so. No one magic, agrees with you. No one. This is the the worst relax you've ever had. <laughs> but they're just this is so stupid. Well, we like. Well, then we're like, we're we're in these two cities for your tour here, and you're like desperately trying to find like. Where did they put the lights? We got to go to see where they put that the lights. That is not and I'm like, at all. In the back what of happens. my head, objectively, I'm just like, well, they're just trees, right? And they put the lights on the trees, but they're still the same trees, and they have lights on them. What makes this so? Uh, what about this makes you so happy? That's Maybe it's a not question. At, that's literally not at all what happened. I did not say, oh, I'm in these cities. I need to see some weird lights on trees. Like, that will make me happy. That's not so what I said. So you wanted to go to tree lightings. I'm sorry that that's I didn't describe it the right way. That's actually not what I said at all. Like, not even for one second did I say it. I said, I want to do something <laughs> Christmassy uh-huh. in, a, in another city that's like a cold, wintry city where it's snowing. I want to do something Christmassy. I want to do something Christmassy. Let's look up and see what's Christmassy. And then I listed lots of things that were Christmassy that we could do in the Seattle and Portland areas. One thing was a Christmas tree lighting where they turn the lights on on a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. That was one thing. And the reason I mentioned that one is because at this Christmas tree lighting, they also had hot cocoa, Christmas carolers, Santa Claus, reindeer. So, but it was called the Christmas tree lighting, but there were all these other things at it. So that is why that was exciting. It wasn't that, that I like to look at little tiny light bulbs on a string that are attached to a tree. Fair enough. It was that it was an event that celebrates yeah. Christmas and the Christmas spirit and the holidays and people. I love that. Are I love, no, I'm happy. not. Yeah, but I'm I'm being more specific. I'm talking about the lights because they're pretty. You don't think Christmas lights are pretty? I love decorates. So like, why are you trying to? You're, it's like you're arguing. No, I'm just I'm taking a step back and objectively like. Is it that that's all we need as human beings to be a little bit happier? Like when we're like really cold or like whatever. It's like if, if we just make those these kind of everyday things like just a little more shiny. No, not at all. Bright. Because d- certainly not. Because that's proven tonight that that is not what we need. Because we went to a yeah. light festival thing tonight and we were like, this is lame. Like, and there wasn't anything. I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to be like Bahambug. I'm just like. Uh, it, it says nothing to the lights. It has to do with like. Being in the spirit and being with family and drinking hot cocoa and singing Christmas songs and yeah. and, and no, so, making yeah, memories. That's not what I'm saying. So you're just saying, what's the point of Christmas lights? Yeah. Well, no, I'm. I mean, I I'm coming around. It's okay. Like I, I mean, I'm sentimental. I like liked them as a kid. I liked going to see them as a kid. Like I get excited when I see them. But it but it is what it is, isn't it? Well, you could say that about anything on the planet. <laughs> you could say that about anything on the planet. Well, You're wearing a strange. shirt. No, but why no, are you wearing no, a shirt? It's just a piece I, of material that like was that. sewn together with some no, buttons and you put on our, your body? No, this is our What's world. This is, this is our everyday life. But then one time a year, you know, whatever, I don't know, whatever religion you are, whatever. But like one time a year, like everywhere, like in America, they're like, you know, and wherever else, they're like, we're going to put lights in trees. Well, and, and it makes other, everyone not happy. Just, not, not just in trees. On buildings, on houses, on poles, like all over the place. There's lights everywhere. Yeah. It's pretty. It is great. It is. So what's the relax? I'm so confused. Well, You're I, just angry that lights that no, make that, people like, happy? No, that it was like frustrating today that we made such an effort to be at a place where they had put these plastic lights on trees. And it, and it was kind of underwhelming, I guess. Well, then that's what your relax should be. That, that, that it was promoted as like this big festival and event and there was nothing there to do. Or see, not that like lights bother you, because lights have many purposes. 
Like, yeah, you like, can see you can in see the things. dark. You can see that you can light up a tree, and it, it makes the tree sparkle Flash and light and lighthouse. Like, exciting. These are functions of a light. Yeah. Yes, it's night so light. I don't know why your relax is your. You're aiming your frustration at the wrong thing. It's not the lights that no, you're frustrated I was, with. No, I'm just objectively speaking about it. It's a little bit silly. But, a little bit silly where you're just going to put lights in trees. And then, it's, but it isn't silly. And why does that make us so happy? And it makes me happy too, myself included. Because it's pretty. It's yeah. fun. It's pretty. It's interesting. It, it's, it probably like triggers some endorphins. Yeah, from your childhood excitement. And, and memories and, and nostalgia. And it's, and it's pretty and it's exciting and... Our kids get excited when they see them. We get excited when we see them. It gives us memories. We create memories with our family. But it's all the things together. Like I said, getting hot cocoa and and singing songs and and, and it's not family and, and, and it's usually not just like lights. Usually it's like lights and like a reindeer display or a nativity scene or Santa Claus or snowmen uh-huh. or you know. Why can't we do that all things. like all year round? Why can't we have lights and trees all the time? Now we're talking. This is what I've been trying to convince you of since we met. Let's do Christmas all year round. That's See, not, now we're on the same page. Chris- now we're on the same page. Like <laughs> no. finally you understand. What have I done? Finally you understand. Oh, I've made a huge mistake. I'm so glad we're finally on the same page, lovey. I've made a huge mistake. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. But I do like, but like, not the. But then they have to be. They have to be Christmassy lights. Because I like lights and trees. I like outdoor lighting. See, but this does is, it have to be? Cr- see, now you're just proving. Can't they just be? But see, now you're just proving that you're purposefully just trying to hate on Christmas to hate on Christmas. I'm because not. Because you are. Because you just admitted you like lights and cre- trees. You like pretty lighting. But just it, as long as it's not Christmas colors. I didn't say like then that. I don't want, you, then I don't like it. I Colleen Ballinger like is so good at, at impressions, but she's really bad at doing an impression of me. Cause it's always just so like a grumpy like sound. Grumpy sounding person. Because do you see what I'm saying though? You're like, I love lights. I love lights and trees. Light everything up just as long as it's not for Christmas. No, I just, I mean... The tinsel, the sparkle. I like. No like, one uses tinsel anymore. First of all, they don't. Who uses tinsel? Classic. That's so bring back old tinsel. School. No one uses tinsel. Who canceled tinsel? Uh, probably everyone, because it's like hard to clean up. Yeah, you really care about that glitter queen. You're all about cleaning up. Yeah. You're like, I don't like this. It'd be hard to clean up. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. I'm just saying. I think that's why it got canceled. Uh huh. But anyway. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm so excited that now we're celebrating Christmas all year round at our house. And um, we hope you have a fabulous week. We are performing tomorrow in Portland. I've got a fundraiser coming up this weekend as you're listening to this. December 11th, 12 p.m. noon. I'm having a Pacific Standard Time. I'm having a little concert, a virtual concert. It's a $20 donation to watch us sing Christmas songs and celebrate the holidays. And all the money from that, all the ticket sales goes to uh, childhood cancer funding, research, families. Say it again. December 11th. December 11th at, at noon, noon Pacific Standard Time. That is the Christmas concert. Where do they get tickets? Because this is really big Rushticks.com. You can just search Colleen Ballinger on there. I don't remember the slash, but I know if you just search Rushticks.com and search for Colleen It's Ballinger, an amazing cause. You're an amazing person. And, and then you've been working so hard on this. Everyone... Listening to this now, go and then do that. at 3 p.m. 
Pacific Standard Time on the same day, December 11th. That's when the live stream is that's free. So if you can't afford or don't want to pay for the concert, that's totally fine and fair. And um, you can watch a free live stream because I want everyone to be able to participate in the fundraiser and be a part of it. So I'm going to do a free live stream. That one's not a concert. I'm not singing at that one. But um, I give away prizes to people who donate or who spread the word about um, childhood cancer research funding, all of that. So um, you can tune into that at three for free and win prizes, or you can tune into the concert at noon um, where I'll be singing and also probably giving away stuff and whatever, and then, um, or you can do both. So we'll see you guys there on Sunday. I'll see you on December 11th. And uh, thanks for watching, thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home, but now we have big microphones. So you can relax, that's the name of our podcast.